0: Four seconds left? Oh my god. And he missed it! Get ready to join the conversation. Win or lose. Victory or agonizing defeat. Disappointment or glory. Climbing the pocket is here. Let's just fucking do this. Hey everybody, it's Dave here and we are here for the final score and the final score was not what we wanted.
1: Fucking Vikings football.
0: As Joseph, Mr. Ice, who hadn't missed a 50 plus yarder this season pushes it right on a 37 yarder to win the game.
1: I'm gonna reload.
0: I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't Mary's even know what to broken. say. Wow. Well, gentlemen, we're here. It's the final score. One oh Zimmer fired. Um, I gotta go. Yeah. Background. Zimmer kickers. I I I don't even know what to say. Um, let's jump in. The Vikings go down zero and two on the season. Heartbreaking loss to the Arizona Cardinals. The kicker missed an extra point, missed the game-winning field goal opportunity. And um, I know we're all going to want to pile on the kicker. He should have done his job, but I'm going to jump in. Flip, uh, can, can you hear us? Can, can we hear you? Are we good? I'm in. I'm in. All Let's right, we're in. Um, I know we're going to talk about the kicker, and I know we're going to focus on the kicker, and we should talk about the kicker. But I don't know, man. I was led to believe this defense was not going to be terrible. And I need somebody to help me out here. Like, what on earth is going on with this Vikings team, this Vikings defense? Mike Zimmer didn't have them ready to play at all last week. And it seemed like maybe he spent all his time with the offense this week because the defense, they had some timely uh, turnovers, which kept us in the game. But... All in all, the defense didn't look like they really showed up to play a complete game. Special teams were suspect today. Like, help me out, guys. Like, what's going on? This was supposed to be another one of the games looking at the season that we were supposed to win. And here we are now, 0-2, playing some teams that uh, on paper look to be a bit better than these two that just beat us. So, uh, Flip, talk to me. What's going on, man?
1: You know, Jay, you always do a great job of setting up the show, of setting up the lead-in. I know you want to talk about the defense. I know you want to wait to talk about the kicker. I'm not talk the about
2: way. the kicker. Do it. We Go, gotta talk get it. about the fucking get kicker. Go get him. <laughs> All right. Get him.
1: All right. Let's let's think about the end of this game and think about the fact that we had to rely on Kirk Cousins to bring us back from a one point deficit. We gave him basically the entire fourth quarter to do that. But the only reason we were down by that one score is because the kicker missed that extra point. On Justin Jefferson's first touchdown of the season, the kicker missed that extra point. We should be talking about gravy right now. We should be talking about another overtime at minimum. But the kicker missed that extra point. You don't you don't just get to focus on the last kick of the game because the kicker who missed that kick to give us the win also missed the kick to give us the win to give us a loss. So it's the kicker. It's the goddamn kicker.
2: It's Minnesota Vikings football. It's the kicker. We got to fix it. Can I get a counterpoint? That we know the kicking woes in Minnesota are a thing, you know, especially we, uh, you know, we, we, we played the late game. So we had some early games. You got to see Daniel Carlson out there booming kicks, Mr. Reliable for the Raiders out there doing all sorts of things he couldn't do for us when he was our kicker. Right. So there's something going on. And we know that's the thing. But Nick Olsen pointed it out on Twitter earlier today that our two minute drills, our hurry up drills, we only ever seem to play for the kicks. Why do we keep putting ourselves in this position? If we have kickers that, or maybe maybe we're cursed. We're cursed in Minnesota. We can't have kickers come through in the clutch. Why do we keep playing so conservatively in these situations and playing for the kicks instead of just trying to win the game with our offense, which seems to be the only competent unit on the team?
1: I got to let somebody else get in. How can you call the offense competent? They did nothing for that entire second half they did shit they had a 35 yard field goal drive and nothing else for 30 minutes of football Flip. i know we left that first half thinking <laughs> that the offense was all good and Kirk was balling they did complete nonsense for 30 minutes of that game why why we got to act like that was a good offensive performance it wasn't
3: i mean here's where i'll i'll counter that point When it mattered the most, that offense did step up. And I think the only gripe that I have at the end is they were within, what, 15 yards of the end zone there with a minute left to go. Um, And they they just were like, let's settle. Let's settle for trotting our kicker out there. That's the part that bothers me the most. I don't mind the kick, but, like, yeah, take a shot. You have Thielen. You have Jefferson. K.J. Osborne had another phenomenal game. Um, I, I, that's the part that bothers me the most is they they settled for that kick, and yeah, as time proves us once again, it's the Vikings are just cursed when it comes to kickers. Um, I don't care if if we traded multiple firsts for Justin Tucker, the second he <laughs> stepped on U.S. Bank <laughs> Stadium, he would be pushing in in shanking field goals left and right.
2: So Dave, I know it's uh the pain is 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 still it, it it's still hurting a lot. We're still deep in the feelings. We're deep in the emotions. Is there anything positive we're taking away from this game? Because it started off and it looked like this was going to be Kirk's coming out party. We were all out there, you know, having fun online with the Kirk memes. Kirk was balling, perfect passer rating. It looked like this was going to be the coming out party for Kirk Cousins. The offense was rolling. Dalvin was going to go for 250 yards. Kirk was going to throw for 300. And then the second – the special teams looked good. And then the the second half happened, and I don't know. The offense really couldn't do anything. Dalvin got hurt. Dede Westbrook was trying to get safeties on punt returns. We got 30-yard punts. We got missed field goals. The defense is letting Kyler Murray run all over the place, then getting bailed out because Kyler Murray was making bad decisions. But, like, if Kyler Murray hadn't made a couple really stupid decisions, Arizona would have blown us out of this game. So, like, I don't, like, what's going on, Dave? Like, help me out. How did it start so well and end so poorly?
0: I was talking with my buddy, good buddy, Ted Glover, during the game. And as he said, when it comes to the second half, if it is close, Mike Zimmer and Click Kubiak, along with Kirk Cousins, tighten up. And what he means by tighten up is their sphinxers tighten up. They couldn't even squeeze out a flaxseed if they tried. And they tend to get conservative rather than open it up. Why I don't know. Hey, on the defense, there were some good plays. There was some individual. Good plays, some plays. Kendricks was balling out. Um, Pierce was a force in the middle. There are some good plays. Then there were others that left you going, what the fuck? Zimmer, you put this team together to be a better defense. You have pieces in place, and they suck. They blew what we used to call, back on Good Morning Gallahorn the Mendoza line in the first half, right? If they hold them under 17 points, they win the game. Well, shit, at the end of the first half, they'd already scored three touchdowns. So, it didn't matter. All they needed to do is score more. But another key of the game was, and I said it last year, and it worked to perfection this year. If Kirk Cousins on his first long ball hits it, he has a great game. Kirk Cousins had a great game. Now, he got a little gun shy in the second half. But for the most part, he had a good game. I can't blame this one on Kirk. And you know how I feel about Kirk. It's not his fault on this one. Um, I wish there was more connections in the second half. Yes. But the Vikings defense, if they would have held up and they had a few good plays. Hey, Daniil Hunter had three sacks. Good for Daniil. Nick Vigil looks like the real thing. I want to trade Anthony Barr before the trade deadline now. Um it's but they can't put it together and th- that's the problem they can't put it together in one cohesive effort and that comes <laughs> Randy down Randy just
2: called them Randy from Facebook just called them the purple chokers but Seth from uh, from YouTube he just asked a question <laughs> that flip I was going to get you in here because You, before the season, you'd said that there were some things you wanted to see. You wanted Justin Jefferson more involved in the offense. You wanted him getting more targets. He got that. Justin Jefferson got 10 targets today. But there were a lot of plays that we're used to seeing Justin Jefferson make that things just didn't seem to be clicking with him the way they were clicking last season. Some drop balls, some things going on there. Um, He and Kirk don't seem to be kind of synced up the way that they were at times last season. Are you at all worried about what's going on with Justin Jefferson? There were some points where maybe it seemed like there was a bit of frustration going on with him. What are you seeing when you look out there? And why do you think maybe that connection hasn't lit things up the way that you would expect? Like going into this game, if you told me that, you know, Justin Jefferson got 10 targets against this secondary from Arizona, I'm thinking he's feasting. He's going over, you know, a buck 50. He probably has a couple touchdowns. He's greeting in the end zone and, He got his touchdown, but it wasn't the dominant, game-breaking sort of performance you would have expected with that kind of target volume. What are you seeing, Flip? I see a
1: sophomore slump. I see a different wide receiver. I see a guy who has come in with a lot of confidence, and I love that confidence, but he's dropping balls. He's dropped, what, three drops this game. And I got hammered for telling everyone that Justin Jefferson might just be – wide receiver two this year that Adam Thielen is the receiver that I trust more in the offense and we saw it every single play today Justin Jefferson was touted as a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL he's not that right now he's got some work to do he's got to get better and this offense is going to be Kirk Cousins Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen as the reliable options with Justin Jefferson and KJ Osborne offering the upside. Does this offense go through Justin Jefferson? No. And has he earned that so far in 2021? No, he hasn't.
2: I know no one's watched any sort of tape or anything just yet. And also Matt, if you can talk to uh, to Allison and get her to drop Justin Jefferson from her fantasy team, she let us know that it's all her fault that this is going down in the comments. So if you could work that out, you know, during this uh, this yeah. week here, maybe we can get things turned around. But, Dave, I'm going to throw this one to you, and if you don't know, you don't know. It's all good. No one's been able to go and watch anything on Game Pass, yes. But um, what was happening out there with the Vikings' defense, and when did Max Williams turn into Rob, the second coming of Rob Gronkowski? Because that was not something that I had on my bingo card for this game, that Max Williams was going to go no. out there and ball all over us. Well, so what, no, what one happened?
0: play, Vikings touched that ball three times, and he caught it. I, it's... I, Unbelievable! The Vikings' defense was playing very loose, and what we would call basically full of energy, but undisciplined. They were missing tackles and flying all over the place, rather than staying uh, nope. disciplined and shove and moving people to the pile. Um, where yeah, you might you let your guy go, but you're pushing towards everybody else. They didn't do that. They were literally flying all over the place. They weren't tackling when they should. There was the breakdown in coverage. Uh, Patrick Peterson in that first half. Whether it's a communication problem between Peterson and Xavier Woods. I bet in Xavier Woods it could have been Hitman. But when he stayed shallow and the receiver blew by him, and he was wide open. That's a communication issue or a blown coverage. There isn't, there isn't oh. that cohesive playing as a solid unit that we expected oh. by this veteran defense.
1: I, I, okay, I, I'm sorry. I, I know I'm interrupting here, but I can't do this, guys. Like, we knew going into halftime that this game was going to be a shootout. Yes, it was 23-24. to 24. The defense came out in the second half. They generated a pick six and held the Arizona Cardinals offense to one touchdown. This is 2021. We're not playing football in the 1990s anymore, okay? These games for aware? the rest of the year, for <laughs> all 15 weeks, for all four months, we're going to have shootouts. This is the new new fucking league yes we could talk about the tackling but if we're going to c- talk about coverage breakdowns we need to talk about the interceptions they generated this this right, game we'll, we'll talk Williams, about it David.
2: talk to talk about it who's your defensive mvp then is it is it nick vigil who, who are you looking at on that defense because you know we did have some turnovers back there xavier Woods um, yeah. coming through with some 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 timely some timely plays what's uh yeah okay let's give them some credit flip who do you want to give some credit to I could literally give credit to four defenders.
1: I mean, off the top of my head, Daniil Hunter had Under a great game. I thought Kendrick. Eric Hendricks was very, very mm-hmm. great. Like, great in tackling, solid all game long. Xavier Vigil. with the big turnover. Yep. Nick Vigil with the okay. with the pick six. DJ Wanham, he didn't have many flashy plays, but him and Steven Weatherly did contain Kyler Murray to yep. an extent. So... So if if you want to talk about defense in your 1990s mind of how defense is supposed to operate, yes, they were not good. But if you think about 2021 and you see what's happening across the league, good defenses generate turnovers, and the Vikings did that today.
2: They so is did. that it? But is that the would've... new bar for Mike Zimmer then? Because throughout the rest of his tenure, with the exception of last year, Zimmer wasn't judged just by having a team. His teams actually didn't generate a ton of turnovers. His, his defenses, they maybe sometimes Ben don't break, but in the red zone, they weren't letting you get into the end zone. But Zimmer's defenses were also pretty good from a yardage standpoint and getting teams off the field. And given the investment that was made in the defensive side of the ball, the fact that Mike Zimmer is admittedly a defensive guru, cornerback guru, defensive coach – has stated explicitly the type of football he wants his team to play, which is great defense, ball control, Kirk Cousins throwing the ball all over the field, even if it's looking good, isn't really what Mike Zimmer wants to see. And he said that to us. So given what you you just said about the way football is supposed to be played in this day and age, and the way Mike Zimmer's defenses have been showing up, is it fair to, like some people are asking in the comments, does Zimmer make it through? This season, if the defense continues
1: to show up like that. You tell me, Matt, we have Seattle coming up week three. How many points do you expect Zimmer to hold Seattle to? We have Cleveland coming up week four. How many points do you expect Mike Zimmer to hold them to? And we can go from there.
3: Yeah, well, I think the issue that we're starting to see or we are seeing through two weeks of the season is very reminiscent of when Zimmer first came to Minnesota, right? We have nine new defensive players, new defensive starters, and you can tell that not everyone is on the same page, even a seasoned vet like Patrick Peterson. And I loved having keep on the on the broadcast today because he broke down that one where Pat P totally blew that coverage to Rondell, I think it was Rondell Moore, right? That huge sideline reception for a touchdown. And so I think you're seeing that early on in this season. I do think that there are correctable things we can take over into next week. I don't anticipate next week being quite like this. We play Seattle pretty tough most of the time, and I know we want to overreact and say the world is falling. We we kind of thought this was a loss going into the game. So the fact that we even made it up until that last moment, for me, like – I don't want to settle for average, and I know I did this last week on the show, and Jason Tomorrow gave me a victory. bunch of shit, but, <laughs> but I, I, I'm not losing any sleep over this game, because this is what I expected. I expected us to lose. There were some pleasant surprise from it, though. Kirk Cousins played very well. I thought his he navigated the pocket really well. Um, I thought he delivered some, some pretty good passes. I, I thought Clint Kubiak's play calling was really good. <laughs>
0: what, <laughs> what I, I don't you, know
2: man? i'm looking at these comments here and uh let me see what is this you. a comment from an, an allison anderson says if you claim a moral victory i don't wow. know it, i almost hey, wa- I, I want that thought to get finished there um moral victories i don't know if we're doing that on that show today there's no moral victory moral victory <laughs> i did not claim a moral victory i just it was an anticipated
3: loss so there's i mean it's uh it's the old Barrero saying which is uh i can't even remember what it is but if you always plan for the worst uh it's always just going to be looking
2: good so or maybe i was maybe i was points? the idiot cuz i picked the vikings to win in our score predictions and i was feeling myself yeah, in the did. first half i was yeah, talking I all kinds of 15, shit 10. i was like let's go vikings 31 arizona 24 it's happening and then it wasn't happening and no, tell, uh, me.
1: tell me how many points Seattle is going to score against this defense next week. Tell at me. least 28 uh, is my call. 28.
3: I, I said 24, 27 ish
1: range. It'll come okay, back down. So, okay, so we can put up 35 next week? <laughs> it, <laughs> tell so me. It, this week.
3: I, it, it's going to be a completely different game. I don't even know if Cook is going to play. He looks so hobbled out there so that's I mean, that, just hard yeah, backs don't matter, right blame Nash, it
0: Nash, running back.
3: Nash. well then alexander madison gets his revenge game and maybe he can hit a hole this week next week
1: revenge <laughs> game from that <laughs> from that good lord this is the bra this is 0 4. oh man this is, man. This is oh 4. so we
2: got we got we got a comment here i don't know, I, I hope i don't mess your name up here but um e ebert schmoling there we go uh only the Bucks have scored more points in Arizona if you're looking at the uh the scores across the NFL this week um so does does that change your perspective at all that like as of this week we are like the second worst scoring defense flip like is that what we should expect every week that Kirk Cousins is gonna have to be like the number one scoring offense in order for this team to function
1: yes yes we should expect Kirk Cousins to lead a top five scoring offense. That's what we're paying him to do. That's where the offensive talent is built for this year. And if we can't expect that, stop talking about how Mike Zimmer needs to coach up all these one-year free agents to, to be a top five defense in the league. Clearly, we thought that going into the season, but that take is 14 days old, And the NFL is a week-to-week league. So let's adjust for what we're seeing right now. What we're seeing right now is an offense that has potential and is not delivering on that potential. But, Flip, that's never
3: been us. And as long as Zimmer's here, that will never be us. Like, I don't care how much talent – we are going to run Jefferson out of town the same way we we ran
2: Diggs out of town. Oh, boy. Already. If we can on this track. Whoa. Whoa, it's too early, man. We will. It's too early. It's, I don't think so. Would you he want to sign a contract here? Stephon Diggs is five he got times ten targets to today, bro Justin
1: Jefferson is right now.
2: He got 10 targets today. I mean, he can't be mad about getting 10 targets today. He's getting double-digit targets week in, week in and week out. He can't be dropping the ball three times per game and expecting, like, come on. I mean, it's too soon for that. I love Justin Jefferson, but nah, <laughs> Catch the ball. Catch the ball first, catch and then the let's ball. start talking about that. You got to catch the ball. You got to catch the ball. Oh, Dave, well. so I'm going to bring it in because I want Dave to talk about something positive because something we were worried about, all of us, going into this game, we thought the, the offensive line was going to get run over in this game. We thought we were not going to be able to hold up to what the Cardinals were doing. And so this is another one of those things. Luke said it. Luke Braun said it on, on Twitter. If uh, you're not listening to Locked On Vikings with Luke Braun, definitely you should be doing that. Luke is the man, former friend of us here over at CTP. But it was like it's kind of disheartening that for the Vikings – everything was going the way that you would want it to be going on offense and they were losing the game at halftime like how is this a sustainable formula for us flip that like everything was like flip dalvin was running for 7.1 yards a carry in the first half and like kirk had a perfect passer rating and we were losing the game at halftime. Did you see? How some of are those you supposed to win? He had? How are you supposed to win with those circumstances?
1: You throw the punches back, and you look. I, I, I know y'all want me to criticize the defense, but the bottom line is what none of us want to admit right now is that was a very fun afternoon, very fun Sunday afternoon. He <laughs> had a great time until the that end game until the end we were nervous we were happy we were sad all emotions went into that football game that we
2: just watched and were you
0: not entertained
2: <laughs> i mean i'd have been more entertained if we entertained? had some killer instinct is what i would have been entertained like i really would have been entertained if i saw a yes, team with yeah. some killer instinct and okay, like you we, said like they get the lemon booty, booty out, they tighten up but we need some killer instinct on this team, man. We like, came who has up, it? We generated a pick six at the start of the third
1: quarter, and then it's up to the offense to put that team away. Score a touchdown in the second half. Why am I being criticized for asking my team to score a touchdown in the second half of a football game?
2: I mean, you're
0: not. You shouldn't be.
2: We would have liked they it should've. if they were given the opportunity to throw it into the yeah. end zone at the end of the game. Oh, so, I mean, so that's part of the Clint Kubiak problem. I don't Is think Clint made point? that call. If I'm being, if I'm keeping it a hundred,
0: yeah. oh, a game no. management
2: decision like that. No, I don't think that's a Clint call. Uh, I think so, to yeah. oh, off like all the clock are, and take a field goal. This. I mean, Clint just got here. Those issues have been around long before Clint got here. Oh boy! I have no, Looks like, I have like, no like that person wants us to go watch an illegal stream of the NFL. We're gonna to have to right. delete that comment, Dave. None oh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, if y'all want to do Clint
1: versus Zimmer, y'all have fun. I will. I, mean, yeah. uh, I huh? will drink my pinhook whiskey. I, actually <laughs> already, I already drank. New, all of new sponsor it. flip.
2: New sponsor. Right.
1: You know, I don't. I don't know if you can see this, but it's, it's empty. Empty. Same That's man. What the we is. all
0: hate empty. That's why I bring extra.
1: Minnesota Vikings do.
2: Yep, Matt O'Brien agrees with me. Flip, it's a Zimmer call. But I don't know what else to say about this game. Yes, it was entertaining, but I'm not gonna lie. Like going down the stretch when we had many opportunities to really put the game away. Like when it seemed like the Cardinals, they wanted us to win that game. It felt like at points in the second half, and we just didn't take. We didn't just grab the game and put it away. Like you said, the offense didn't go do that thing we need them to do. I don't know. Like, the like the missed kick happened, and, like, I'd kind of resigned myself to the loss a little bit before that. I don't even know why. I assumed that the Cardinals were going to score, I think, the possession before that. So, like, in my mind, I already felt like we lost the game because, like, yeah, the offense didn't show up. The defense did play a lot better. But, like, yeah, those those little plays great teams do to be great – We have not seen our team make those plays since when? 2017?
0: Possibly. But was it? See, when I felt we lost it, we were up by two scores in the first half. And then they came back. Yeah. And at that point, it was just, you know, back and forth by one point each type deal. I will. Like, Kyler with that
2: fadeaway bomb against cover zero. Like... I don't know. There were just certain points where it felt like Cliff Kingsbury, like he just he took some chances that I would have loved to see us try. You know? I,
1: I, 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 I wouldn't say he took some chances. Man. He just had a quarterback who was more optu- opportunistic, like that fade away mm,
0: yeah. and can move
1: against against the zero zero coverage on fourth down. That's an insane play that only five quarterbacks in the league can make. That was not a good play call by Cliff Kingsbury. It's actually a terrible play call, but his quarterback bailed him out of it. So, terrible play call. What did you, think, mean, you think of Kirk
0: trust- Cousins' 29-yard scramble or whatever it was? Oh, yeah, Kirk seemed much kid.
2: more def- – in the beginning of the game, like you said, the, the game half. opened up. Kirk hit the the, the deep pass. Kirk was Come playing decisive. Time. He was going where he needed to go with the ball. He was check, 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 pull it down and run. But is it Kirk? Is it Clint? Is it Zim? Like you said, things, when the game got tight, when Arizona decided they weren't going to lay over, lay down, and they brought the game back and made it a tight game, our team tightened up. Everybody, kicker, coaches, Kirk, everybody, whole team tightened up. And I just need to flip whose fault is that? Whose fault What's is it the, if the entire team gets pressed when like it's crunch time? That's a leadership it, it, problem, no? It's,
1: it's a leadership problem. I, can't, I, I know what you're trying to do right now, Jason. You, you, <laughs> want, you, 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 want, you want the swagger talk, okay? You know that I, I think that culture is very important in the NFL right now. We're not going to get into that right now. All okay. I want to know is y'all tell me what is going to change between this Sunday and next Sunday for us to get a victory in the home opener in Week Three?
0: We're going to be at home. because
1: y'all seem to be okay with this performance. I'm not going to lie; y'all just are oh, like, "Oh, well, this." No, you said we're what,
0: okay? Tell me we lost.
1: Fixable. Tell me what's fixable. What's fixable?
2: I mean, hopefully, I mean, some I of think, the tackling,
0: some yeah, of the I mean, communication on defense.
3: On defense, there's a lot of things that can it be proved? i don't know what needs to be improved on offense i thought they played very well today
0: especially the old line i've got to give the old line credit they were opening up holes like crazy and they were giving kirk cousins time in the past game when have we seen that? that is so we we just got to
1: tackle better and then we'll be seattle I'm
0: not, I'm keep not russell sure wilson in that. the
2: playbook in, in in the playbook in the pocket uh um, <laughs> or in the playbook that means he's not on in the field, playbook right? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. keep ryan keep, keep got russ Brian's in like the pocket pray. um who's covering think- tyler lockett yeah i don't know i got nothing flip we're gonna need jr to come in and, and, and watch some film and tell us how we're gonna pull this rabbit out of a hat because uh coverage wise i don't know how we're we're matching up with these weapons uh if Max Williams did that to us with Kyler Murray, I suspect that Gerald Everett with Russell Wilson is gonna get busy with us across the middle. That DK Metcalf, like I guess Pat Pete has played him okay at times, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Those weapons scare me too.
0: Well I like our got-
2: chances against Cleveland to be honest, We've as much few, as we want to write that game off, their style of play will keep us in the game because they play just as conservatively as we do. So, like, I, I kind of like our chances
1: on that to, one. It'll probably come down to, like, a last-second field goal in that game.
2: I mean, and we do great with those. We do great. So that... that yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, we Fancy do 50, have 50 some guys shot. in the group that break down film every week, and two of them have started a podcast. Nick Olson and Tyler Fornes... Um, along with the third individual, and I apologize for not remembering it's
2: his name. and Matt have started yeah. their pod. Matt Fry's, yeah. Fry's, Fry's yeah. football. Fry's football. Yeah. Yep. And So they'll uh, tell us all the goods come Friday. Heart
0: and Skull is the name of the podcast. You can sc- subscribe to it on any aggregator. It is very good. Uh, hopefully they'll be feeding me some film and we can make some video of some of it. But they hopefully will tell us and break it all down how we can beat Seattle this week.
2: Well, all right, gentlemen. I feel like we've gone through all the things that we need to talk about today. And, uh, it's bedtime here. I gotta get these kids to bed because they got school in the morning. So, wow. uh, yeah, we're gonna shut it down. I gotta, I gotta get up out of here. Tyler and Deshaun will be on live tomorrow. If you haven't already, head over to YouTube, like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all that. We're here every day breaking these games down for you. We'll be here on Monday with Tyler and Deshawn with CTP Mondays in the huddle on Tuesday. Grab a drink. Come back with Matt and Dave and the crew for Vikings Happy Hour on Wednesday. Flip and Eric Thompson from Daily Norseman will be here with Vikings Hot Takes on Thursday. Little break on Friday. Some podcasts drop on Friday, but little break on Friday. And then Dave comes through with two old bloggers over the weekend. So if you haven't already, head over to our YouTube, like, subscribe, and we will be back with y'all tomorrow night to uh, maybe find some silver linings, but no moral victories after this atrocious loss Not that and horrible kicking linings, against these Arizona Cardinals.
3: Hey, Flip, at least next week I can give you a hug to help, uh, help your sadness because you'll be here. Also, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. it'll be a happy
1: For- hug after we somehow pull off a win against the Seattle
2: Seahawks. Rashad Breeland, Lord have mercy! Just something. Yeah, who just Who does? Who just put that in, in the in the comments? The idea <laughs> of Rashad Breeland being anywhere near DK Metcalf in that game is going to give me nightmares. I It's going to give me nightmares.
1: I told y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: not going to say it with my Rashad takes. Like whoo, Sam, Dancer, We got to wait until uh,
3: Thursday for Viking
0: side
2: all right. Well, uh, Dave. With that. Play the music, Dave.
0: I apologize for getting flipped as Matt's name backwards. But I've it's got more good. beer to drink. So, the rest of you have a long, happy, safe evening. Ruminate over this loss. Let's move on to the next victory. And as always, Skull baby! Let's go, bye. Skull bye. Oh. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climb in the Pocket. Skull everybody!